This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to This Day in History class, where we bring you a new tidbit from history every day. Today is August 21st, 2019. The day was August 21st, 1911. An Italian thief named Vincenzo Perugia stole the Mona Lisa from the Louvre Museum in Paris. Perugia moved to Paris in 1908. In 1911, he worked at the Louvre as a handyman, fixing the glass in the displays. Months before he would steal the Mona Lisa, a French reporter stayed overnight at the Louvre in a sarcophagus to show how bad surveillance at the museum was. The Louvre did not have the best measures in place to protect the artwork from theft. For instance, many of the paintings were hanging and easy to take off of the wall. By many accounts, Perugia, no stranger to the personnel in the museum, entered the Louvre on the evening of Sunday, August 20th, 1911. Wearing the same white smock that the Louvre employees wore, he went to the gallery that held the Mona Lisa and hid in a closet until the museum closed. Then he took the Mona Lisa out of its frame and walked out with it under his smock on the 21st. But Perugia himself said that he entered the Louvre on the morning of Monday, August 21st, grabbed the Mona Lisa off the wall when nobody was in the gallery, and left with it under his smock. Either way, he took the painting back to his apartment. The theft went unnoticed for a whole day, since paintings were often removed for cleaning or for photos. But the day after the theft, security guards realized that the artwork was missing and reported the theft to the police. Police launched an investigation into the crime. The Mona Lisa's frame was found in a stairwell, and the museum announced the theft to the public. The museum closed for a week. The press jumped on the story, which became international news over the next two years. Fans of the Mona Lisa and Louvre visitors expressed their frustration with the theft of the beloved artwork. Investigators questioned witnesses and stopped cars and pedestrians for searches, but they weren't turning up any leads. The newspaper Paris Journal was offering a reward for information about the theft and a man named Joseph Jerry Perret went to its office with a small statue he claimed that he stole from the Louvre. He once worked for the poet Guillaume Apollinaire, who had once called for the Louvre to be burned down and had several small statues that were stolen from the Louvre. Perret implicated Apollinaire in the Mona Lisa theft. But investigators did not think that Apollinaire committed the crime alone. So they went after Picasso, too, who was a friend of Apollinaire's and had bought stolen statues from Puree. But after their trial, Apollinaire and Picasso were let off the hook. The investigation went cold, though people continued to speculate on the painting's whereabouts. Some claimed they saw it in Brazil or Japan. Some said it was in the mansion of financier J.P. Morgan. But Perugia had been keeping the Mona Lisa hidden. He insisted that he just wanted to return it to Italy, where it rightfully belonged, as Napoleon had stolen it, though it was not plundered under Napoleon. Whether or not he was being truthful when he gave this justification for the theft has been up for debate. 
1913, he tried to sell the painting. Using the pseudonym Leonardo Vincenzo, he wrote to an art dealer in Florence named Alfredo Jerry, saying he would bring the painting to Italy in exchange for 500,000 lira. Jerry agreed and Perugia took the Mona Lisa to Italy. Jerry said the Uffizi Gallery would authenticate the painting. But instead of buying the painting, Jerry reported Perugia to the police. He was arrested on December 11th in his hotel. The Uffizi Gallery displayed the Mona Lisa for a couple weeks before it was returned to the Louvre in January of 1914. Perugia was convicted of theft in August of 1914 and sentenced to just over a year in prison, though he served less time than that. Art enthusiasts and critics showed renewed interest in the Mona Lisa after its return. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. We'd love it if you left us a comment on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Thanks for showing up. We'll meet here again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.